The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Five wide here for Texas. Ewers looks right, wants to throw, does. It's intercepted! Intercepted! Gentry Williams, he picked it off! Second play of the game! Six foot under 94 pound senior from Flower Mound. The kick is blocked! And the Longhorns recover it. Malik Muhammad! Keaton Crawford knocked it loose, and the Longhorns block the punt, and it's in for a Longhorn touchdown. From the two, fourth down, quick throw, caught in the slant by Worthy, folded up. Did he get in? I don't think he got there. I don't think he got there. The Sooners turned away Bevo on the goal line. They had first and goal at the one, and they turned him away. Handoff, Brooks, left side, cuts it through a seat for the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Texas. Jonathan Brooks through a seam, 29 yards to the house. Anderson in motion. 23 seconds. Gabriel has the football. Looks to throw. He's under pressure. He lobs in zone. Touchdown! Nick Anderson! Touchdown! Oh, mama! Dylan Gabriel, a legacy-making drive! Ewer steps up, launches for the end zone. Far side, ball hangs in the air. It is knocked down, and you can unhitch the way! Oh, my goodness. Good morning, everybody. It is a new day and a new week and a new world that we live in. Monday, October 9, T-Row in the morning show time. What in the world is this? Sooners win the Red River rivalry 34-30. to We'll spend probably a segment or two talking about that today. Goodness gracious, Major League Baseball playoffs going on, NFL going on. We got new rankings out, Heisman odds, Cowboys win a good one Friday night in Stillwater. But I would imagine most of the day will be spent talking about one of the all-time epic OU Texas games. You could probably just say OU games as the Sooners are 6-0 and after a uh, instant classic on Saturday afternoon at the State Fair of Texas. Toby Rowland with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon taking over now, bringing it local, blasting it. You know how it works here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. 
This show brought to you every day by Riverwind. Hope everybody had a great weekend. I hope you got home safe if you went south this weekend. And um, this Monday morning, you're going to get out of bed a little easier, I would imagine, at least if you're a Sooner fan. Let's start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world. I saw pictures. He was in the lower bowl there on Saturday in the Cotton Bowl. T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. Oh, good morning, TJ. Oh, good morning. Hey, good morning. Oh, morning. oh TJ, oh, good morning. Oh, man. It's 6.07 a.m. in Texas still That's sucks. Good. That's what That's I know. I'm exhausted. I was, um, uh, I was joking with someone yesterday. Uh, the players, you with the ex- amount of energy uh, you put forth in the booth. All the fans were walking around yesterday. I was talking to you like, I'm so exhausted today. I'm mentally drained. <laughs> I'm just like, just think well, about those guys on the field. Oh, no. It's much harder on us than the guys on the field. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're I guess they're 18, 19. They bounce snappers. back pretty quick. Oh, yeah, they're just, yeah, yeah. They're fine. You know, yeah. They didn't need any ice or physical treatment Sunday at all. <laughs> Some didn't. They were just running around playing games on the midway. So, yeah, that was fun I, to see. I, uh, I was worried about that. I, I heard... That they let him go free for a while, and I was like, oh, boy. Uh, but so far, I have not seen any, like, incriminating social media posts or anything. No. Well, so, I ran into a couple of different groups of them, uh, or passed by them, I should say. I didn't run into them when, when we were hanging out or anything. Uh, we we uh, saw a couple of different groups of them, and there, uh, some had gravitated to a football game on the Midway. Some were uh, talking with OU fans, so all was good. Uh, nobody uh, really. I didn't see that was one of those games where both sides just kind of walked out and just kind of nodded their head at each other. It was like no trash talking for the most part either way. It mm-hmm. was just uh, good game, good game, good game. We'll see you again in December. Good game, good game. See you again. I, in I just remember Teddy saying that they did this back in his day. They let him go out on the fair for a couple hours or or mm-hmm. however long, an hour or whatever. Sure. But that was before social media. And Teddy says, all I remember is uh, just uh, having wax cups of beers on the Ferris wheel. And I was like, oh, boy. (laughs) Well, I can verify. We saw maybe 10 to 15 players. Not a single one had had a wax cup beer. Good job, guys. Good job, guys. I can verify that, at least when I saw them anyway. That is uh, that is awesome that BV let him do that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. In this day and age, I mean, that takes a tremendous amount of faith, and uh, awesome that at least so far it appears we've they've gotten away with it without any uh, anybody getting in a fist fight with a Texas fan. You know what I mean? Like right. that could somebody gets mouthy to Ethan Downs and that thing goes <laughs> south easy. <laughs> uh, good morning, TJ. Oh, good Find your dongle? No, I don't oh, have the cord. You just got spare ones? Oh. So I purchased uh, a thing to be able to play audio out of my iPad. Yeah. And I found like a backup cord I use for something else. So I'm making do. Oh, it doesn't gotcha, sound as gotcha. good. But okay, okay. I believe I left my dongle with you on Friday. I'll, I'll, I'll double check for uh, you. It was the entire cord. I brought the entire cord with the dongle attached to it to play back audio down there, and I'm pretty sure I just raced off and left it because okay. I don't have it okay. in any of my equipment. Hopefully so. it's there. 
Hopefully, Hopefully it's, it's there. there. Hopefully it's there. Trust that McComas when he gets there later in the day. But I'll, yeah, I'll this is a good-looking dongle. I'll just stick it in my pocket. <laughs> I saw a, just a brief glimpse of the afternoon host. Uh, I think next to you in the stands, as you guys were being uh, impartial members of the media there at the end of the game on Saturday. Right. <laughs> Yeah, he was in the seat next to me, or two seats over, yeah. Well, there's a reason but, neither one of you like to get press passes. I can <laughs> see that now. No, I'm a fan, first and foremost. I am not out sitting up there and acting like i got to sit on my hands and can't cheer. Are you crazy? Uh-huh. Heck yeah. no. I'm in the stands. I'm high-fiving people, hugging people. Hey, you're a stranger. We'll hug you. Let's hug. How was the atmosphere on Saturday in the sooner oh. end of the Cotton Bowl? Uh, at that First moment off, or how just about throughout? The First off, how about the weather on Saturday? Huh? Oh, the weather was unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. come on. Yeah. Way to go, big man upstairs. Yeah, that was just tremendous. The whole day was just perfect. Um, Yeah, the entire day, the atmosphere was just unbelievable. I mean, in the entire place. I mean, and the way the game went, obviously no one left. It was completely packed on both sides, so it wasn't like – you know, last year where OU fans are pouring out trying to get out of there before anyone notices them, or it was uh, it was unbelievable. And I said this to Tyler. Uh, they kicked that field goal, and I said, "Well, OU's about to prove Toby wrong." And he goes, "What are you talking about?" He said, "I said he said this is going to end with a field goal. That can't mm-hmm. be it." OU's about to go on a drive here and score and win by four. I still think I get credit for this, by the <laughs> way. I said it comes credit. down to a game-winning field goal. You get pretty uh, close come credit. On. <laughs> come on. So, no, and I just, the second they went on that drive, I said, they're scoring here. There was no doubt in my mind they were scoring. No doubt in your mind, despite four consecutive drives in which they couldn't do anything. Four drives they couldn't do anything. I said, said, I believe, baby. I said, there's no way. I'm the most positive guy here. Texas wins this thing in that manner. There is absolutely no way. OU was the better team for almost the entire day. Texas does finish strong, and I'll credit them. And we had said that leading into that game that they are a really strong fourth quarter team. And. Uh, have played better in the second half than they have in first halves, and that played out to be true against Saturday. I was like, there is no way that OU can lose this on that stinking field goal, especially after kicking up that duck that they missed. I'm like, no way. So, I believed. Do you believe now? I believed. So, but I was still, uh, the amount of Do people, you believe now? Uh, I think we were all shaking in the stands, like uh, none of us can control our hands. Like, uh, it was, it was wild. It was wild. None of us could control our <laughs> we were hands. All shaking. I was all shaking. I'm like, Katie, look at my hands. She's like, look at my hands. And uh, Tyler and everybody was all shaking and like, I can't believe what just happened. So it was it was fun. Definitely fun. It's it, yeah. When you're on the uh, the winning end of it, it's always just, you know, mind-blowing incredible when it plays out that way. So That was right in uh, the corner where you were sitting, too. Yeah, absolutely came right at us. So it was fun. The angle from the the different angles of that play are fascinating because, you know, I think probably where you were sitting, you can't even really see Dylan Gabriel. Right. Until his head pops up. (laughs) Engulfed (laughs) in the offensive line, and then all of a sudden the ball comes ejecting out of the pile. And then you realize when you look up, Oh my God, there's somebody there. Because my first thought was he's got to get rid of it 
Yes. You can't take a sack. You don't have any timeouts. Oh, thank God he got rid of it. He's just throwing it away. And then the realization comes because you look up and you're like, there's a jersey there. That There's there's a person there. <laughs> it's not just throwing it away. Oh, my. How did he see him? And when, amazing. when his head pops up, like, like you said, he's just – you can't see him where we were. And his head kind of comes up and you see the arm. And I honestly – thought he had thrown it deep like I didn't think that uh, I thought it was going to go out of the end zone yeah uh, because it's coming straight at us and it's like you can't tell and then I'm like oh my goodness is that going to drop in there same thing I was thinking the same thing and then you know everybody just goes nuts so unbelievable unbelievable drive unbelievable moment just that game man when it's like that it just it can deliver either way so Unbelievable. I mean, three. I mean, last year aside, right? Yeah, yeah well, that's what I'm three saying. Every the, now and then, you get those big blowout games, but majority of the time, man, it's it's down to it. I mean, three of the last four though have to be three of the epic. I mean, top, greatest top games of all time. Five or six OU Texas games ever. Yes. I mean, I'd have to sit down with the list and a historian and add them up. But the four overtime game. An unbelievable game. Mm-hmm. The comeback, the uh, I refuse to call it the Caleb Williams comeback, the <laughs> Kennedy Brooks comeback. Right, right. In Oklahoma, you weren't able to go out and shop, really. You weren't able to go out and you know go to the beach. All or... right, all right. Thank you, Caleb. We'll talk about you later, okay? Uh, what a game. And then Saturday, just unbelievable. The, the three of the last four. And OU won. All three. And then, not, well, I mean, I can't remember my years. I'm not as gifted in that area. But I like Dicker the Kicker was right before that. Oh, no, that's right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's an all-timer. So what a day. What a day. Well, we got too much to remember and talk about to get it all in. We're going to spend the whole show. I can't wait to hear from you folks out there today. 405-651-3439 on the text line. Um, I went back and watched the game last night, the TV copy, and kind of just made some notes as I went through of things I had forgotten about that were big uh, just because of how the game ended. Uh, so I'm going to talk about that coming up the rest of the day. And college football, new rankings are out. Uh, we'll hear some post-game interviews from the Sooners after that one and uh, – Bunch of stuff. Should be a fun show. 34-30 as the Sooners win the 119th Red River Showdown. And, and does anybody doubt we will see number 120 this year? No, I don't. Uh, I don't. It could be stunning. The possibility exists we see number 121 this year as well, by the way. Yes, yeah, not I, likely. I agree. It's not likely, but it isn't impossible that they could play three times. We'll talk about that coming up as well. Uh, again, text line 405-651-3439. Underway on a Monday morning here on The Ref. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law, your personal injury attorney right here in Oklahoma. Over $250 million won for their clients. Auto accidents, work-related injuries, product liability. 
They can help you with uh, all of those areas and more. one 917 law.com Big shout out to the guy that was drunk texting in at 3.30 in the morning Saturday night that hates me but has been a long-time loyal listener, listens every day, and loves Chad on our station and the Teddy and Tyler guys that are on with him sometimes. So shout out to you, dude. Loves Chad? <laughs> That's what it said. How long has it been since Chad was on with us? <laughs> Seven or eight years, I think. So Three uh, o'clock in the morning, it just hit him. Huh? Just he had to him. let you know. Never had text in before. Uh, hates me, wanted everyone to know it, but really enjoyed Maybe it's Chad. Chad's Maybe Chad's on. texting <laughs> Maybe it. Chad McKee. <laughs> you are a respectable, level-headed young man, but then you've got to deal with me. I'm a young abrasive man. punk. <laughs> well, I don't see any holes in this guy's story. I don't either. I, honestly, I, don't either. Uh, I love Chad I as well. I always laugh at those that come in at like three in the morning and they're just rambling. By the way, I hate that DJ. Guy. <laughs> I hate that guy, but I love Chad McKee. He's great on your station. That DJ, that, that Teddy and Tyler that are on with him sometimes too. <laughs> Morning, buddy. Oh, Carter. Listen to the call of your Nick Anderson touchdown probably 50 times already. I love this team. I love Coach V. Will there be a coach's show tonight or will they wait till next week? Also, how do you think the teams will handle success? Can Coach Venables keep them focused? Have a good day. I guess we'll see. Um, there's the next thing to worry about, Teach. You know, Ed Gummett. What can I worry about now? Oh, I'm going to start worrying about whether they can handle success. No coaches show tonight. It's the bye week. Uh, I know it would be a big party, but that's just the way it goes on bye weeks. So a week from tonight will be our next coaches show at Rudy's. No Rudy shows tonight at all. Spread the word. Don simply says, Toby is a stud. Oh boy! Oh, there you go. <laughs> Just wanted you to Is he flirting that. with me? <laughs> it might be. I, I, Thank you, Don. You know, there was no winky emoji there, but I'm the putting D-A-W-N one there myself. D A W N or D O N? D O N. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Don. Finally, I love Toby. Toby Rowland finally got my old mama. It's a lot of all caps here and a lot of exclamation points. <laughs> oh, listen, I've told you guys for years. I do not say that very often. Maybe three, four times a year. Maybe. Oh, it come just, on now. It, it just it gets on the clips that get repaid. So people think I say it all the time. Because I was getting, the clips that get replayed are the special clips. And there's our mamas are safe for special moments. I was getting uh, grief from the uh, NFL pregame show yesterday on ESPN Radio. They were uh, replaying the call, and they were. Uh, my son sent it to me. Peyton was in the car, <laughs> and he goes, "Dad, they're 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 playing your call, and they're dogging on you, and they're they're." And so he played it. I mean, I may have it here. He's talking. What is oh? What is oh, Mama? I can't. Believe, I would never say that. What is that? Just what I came. You know. <laughs> so, they reached out to. Uh, I went on with them to be the guest picker for the NFL games yesterday. Right. 
But before that, they had to give me the inquisition as to what is that? What are you doing with the wagon? And, and what in the world is all this? I was like, good to know you guys have listened to OU football for the last decade and a half. This is not exactly new. <laughs> Thanks for finally catching a highlight. Yeah, we're not exactly Johnny-come-latelys, and this is not exactly new, so you're kind of the ones that look silly here. Anyway, it was fun. <laughs> I was getting texts from everybody yesterday. Hey, they want you to come on with them and be the guest picker. I was like, I don't know who these people are. Some some, some guy in Kentucky who I guess is really famous there. Huh. And uh, Myron Medcalf, who is one of their NFL. Anyway, I went on with them. I went 9-2 and two on my picks. Cowboys let me down last night, so. But I did okay. Anyway, they were Cowboys. They were like in a moment of in a moment of ecstasy. Why would you say, "Oh, mama"? I was like, "I don't know, dude. I don't know. I say stupid stuff." Uh, my goodness, I couldn't wait to hear this morning's intro, Toby. You're simply stunning. That's from TC and NC. You're getting a lot of NC. You're getting a lot of love today. I'm a married man, everyone. They punch Bevo right back in the eye. Fantastic call. Fantastic last drive. Fantastic win. A great morning to be a Sooner. That's another thing they didn't like. They were like, hey, that's a, that's a, that's a bull who come after you. You can't go around punching. <laughs> like, All right. Don't you worry about the Jets and the Jaguars or something. You say this guy's out of Kentucky, out of SEC country, as if there's yeah. not zany calls in the uh, SEC ever. Come that's on. What, that's, what say. Yeah, that's what he says. So I'll see you next year at the SEC media days. Like, okay. I look forward to that. Uh, Dallas Bill says, congratulations, TJ. Your gut was off by a point. Sunshine, oh brighter air smells fresher when OU beats the Shorthorns. Bill, the Astros fan. We will, re- we will revisit our Friday picks later. Dallas but Bill. <laughs> you and the chairman both picked the exact same score. That's right. Friday, 34-31. We were close. How about that? Close. Yeah. That's amazing. It would been better if it was 34-30, but or if we right. would have picked 34-30. So you've been, you've been yeah, kicking off. yourself all, all weekend? All week over that one point. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> uh, Burley Boomer. That intro right there got me riled up again. Absolute legend in the booth, Toby. Stats, Andrew Drake. Love you, Ted. Y'all stats. were all great. Stats. What? <laughs> stats. I love this. What did oh he tweet gosh. out uh, when he found out you guys were on Sports Center on the top 10? He's like, gosh, I should have taped my book to my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> he did? That's, I think I that's what he tweeted that. out. I saw him comment on, comment on it somewhere. I should have taped uh, my book to my head. <laughs> Stats. That video of him is amazing. <laughs> uh, uh, we had a little bit of a, uh, well, I, I won't get into it. Stats was amazing. He's amazing. Uh, Camo Sooner says, that was hands down the greatest old mama I've ever heard from Toby during his tenure as the voice. I got a little dizzy during that one. I'm not going to lie. Like uh, my, The world started spinning for just a second, and the thought went through my brain quickly. You can't pass out right here, dude. Like that would, can you imagine if I just go down in the middle of that call? Like that would, I would never hear the end of it from anyone ever. I'd have to resign, but it did for a second. Like I could feel the blood rushing to my head, <laughs> Like keep your feet steady yourself. <laughs> uh, Jeff's the first one in yelling at the, uh, Emily, uh, is it liker or leaker? However you say her last name, girl, that I, I don't know who uh, you're talking about. Uh, right she now. put OU in her, uh, AP poll. Behind Texas, 
Oh, of and course. she put out all these reasons why, and she said, if OU would have won by more than three, I would have definitely jumped them over Texas. But the fact that they didn't, and I looked over the stats, I couldn't do it. And everybody's like, it was 34-30. That's four points. <laughs> so, Good math, Emily. I don't know, don't know whatever happened to Emily after I saw that yesterday, but Jeff's hmm. the first one in getting on her today. I'm sure the fans gave her a pass and did not at all get on to her for that. <laughs> I'm sure social media was kind to her. This texter says, God bless Mrs. Anderson. Oh, my yes. gosh. Yeah. How about Rodney in the stands, too? That, I was, could, awesome. that was He's the best. Yeah. I, I knew. Oh, I didn't know. I was hoping he was there and somebody had video of him. And it's just as you would expect. He's one of 46,000 on that end of the cotton uh-huh. bowl, absolutely losing their mind. I need to send you. <laughs> I need to see if Chloe can send me the video. Her friend was rolling at the time, and the video of her and her friend and Jenny. Oh, oh I saw I think your wife you posted it. it. Uh, one of them did. I saw the video, and it's just screams it's and jumping, hilarious. and the phone's just flying all over the place. Yeah, That's it was hilarious. awesome. hilarious. They, like, awesome. shot, I don't know, like, like .5 or whatever they do, the, the thing where you can see. It's almost like a fish eye. Uh, and... Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> you people are amazing. It was just pure pandemonium. Oh, it was great. And it then great. there was like, and then the past, the other way, you know, like that would have been the worst way ever to lose a game, right? Just everyone oh, collectively holding their breath as that ball was in the air for 10 minutes, it felt like. Just hung in the air. It was... um I think I went into uh, sports euphoria. You had mentioned it about the Taylor Swift concerts and people like losing their minds. I'm pretty sure everyone on that end of the, the Cotton Bowl lost their minds at that moment. And then you're right. You can't I'm glad, remember anything. Well, afterwards. I'm glad you went back and watched some of it because I told Katie on the way home yesterday, man, I wish I would have recorded the game. I would like to go back and see some of it because I can't remember certain Dude, things. Like ESPN Plus. I know, I didn't think about it, and then the Ranger game was on, and so anyway, I didn't yeah. get to rewatch it, but were we, were discussing, we were discussing it because I was like, man, I know this happened, I know, you know, he ran in a couple, I know Dylan Gabriel had big runs and had over 100 yards, but so much of it like went out of my mind when you just lose yeah. it there at the end, it's like, what just happened? Like, what happened in the last three and a half hours? <laughs> it was well, the amazing. first five minutes of that game were off the rails. It was, we, uh, Jeffrey Whitson was sitting by us too, and I looked at Jeffrey and I said, this is five minutes in, and we've seen about everything you can see in a football mm-hmm. game. And he goes, I think we have seen everything you can see in a football game. And I go, we're five minutes in. Yeah. It was crazy. Unbelievable. There was a pick on the second play, there was a fake punt. There was a fumble recovery that was overturned on review. <laughs> there was another interception. Uh, there was was that the snap pass? Like one of the plays I wrote down, massive play in the game was the snap that whizzed right by Dylan Gabriel's ear. Yes, and he chases it down back on the five yard line, picks it up on the bounce, and wings it out of bounds. To prevent an intentional grounding, first off, it could have been a touchdown for Texas. It could have been, if he just jumps on it, you know, they're they're snapping it into the end zone for a punt. It could have been a bunch of different things, but he saves it. It's fourth and four now, and they get the running into the kicker. Oh, that's right, yes. And so the drive continues, and they go get points. Unbelievably heads-up play. 
not to just get the ball, but to make sure you throw it out of bounds. You're outside the tackle. It's out of bounds past the line of scrimmage. It was a long way to the line of scrimmage from there. Huge play. There's so many of those. What a wild game. There. What a wild game. I mean, the goal line stand might have been the oh, might have been the thing that. I mean, they just crinkle him over right there on the inch line. I mean, it was just right there. You could not have slid a credit credit card between <laughs> no, the ball and the no, goal line. No, no, not at all. It was that close? Break time, six thirty-five. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. I don't know if you've heard this or not. Have you heard the uh, Spanish version of the Nick Anderson touchdown? I don't think so, no. I have not, no. I don't this think is the greatest thing ever. Okay, so Enrique's doing the play-by-play. For those who don't know, Enrique is big time. All right, Enrique also does the Houston Texans. He also does the Houston Astros. We fly him in to call our games wherever. Enrique is big time. And Luis is his color analyst. Luis is hilarious. Luis works for us at Sooner Vision as well as doing color for the football games. And we'll just talk about it afterwards. But here's the uh, the call on Los Sooners from the uh, game winning. Ellen, escopeta, segundo y gol desde la cuatro. Tiene el balón, busca, quiere pase, busca, le llegan, dispara a la zona. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. El hermanito, el hermanito, el hermanito con el touchdown con 15 segundos, 33 a 30. Sooners con la ventaja. Sooner magic, baby. Sooner Magic, a little brother, Anderson, you bring the magic to the Sooners. Uh, I love the fact that Luis gets so overwhelmed he starts speaking in English. I was about to say that. He goes English there. <laughs> I imagine Teddy like getting overwhelmed and just starts going in Spanish at the end of the game. Sooner magic, baby! <laughs> oh, they're the best, man. They, uh, we hang out with them on the road quite a bit, and uh, they're just so fun. They're so great. And every time I hear one of Enrique's calls, I'm like, man, so much more beautiful than it is in English, you know? It's just the words are great. Here's Nick Anderson on the field with Chris after the game. Nick, I mean, they game talk about game. legends being made in this football game. How'd it feel to catch the game-winning touchdown against the Texas Longhorns? I'm not going to lie. That play wouldn't have worked if everybody didn't do their job, and they did it perfectly. And I was just happy to be the one to come open, and everything slowed down in that moment thanks to the preparation that our coaches put us through, and I made the play. I'm just, I'm just, full, just full of excitement, happiness right now, ready to see my family. Now, after last season, clearly, we all know what happened here. How sat- satisfying is it for you and for this football team to send the Golden Hack back to the right side of the Red River. I mean, Oklahoma's been dominating this rivalry for the longest, and I knew it was going to come out on top just because we were putting, it, putting in the work. We had the right mindset all game, and it's so sweet bringing it back home. A lot of people doubted us, but, you know, the receiver showed out, defense showed out, everybody showed out. We all came to do what we came here to do. Go celebrate with your teammates and your family, man. Congrats. Appreciate that. There were two moments last week 
you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. There were two moments last week, Teach, when I thought, I think Oklahoma's winning this game. Now, probably means nothing, but I'm just going to say it anyway because i got a radio show. <laughs> See, I was right. What? No, that, I was teasing. That's what you were about to say. See, Uh-oh. look, uh, this is what I thought. Let me tell you about it now. Yeah, yeah, it turns out, in hindsight, <laughs> I'm a genius. No, go ahead. Uh, one was when I went on Orange Bloods. And our, they were so dismissive. It just like it was cute that Oklahoma thought they had a chance to beat Texas. And just getting like a glimpse of, of how the media felt, you know, and, and then there was more after that. But that was the first time that I kind of got, not that Orange Bloods represents all of Texas, but then I started paying attention. And like not only was nobody picking OU in this game, but it was just ridiculous that they thought they could ridiculous. Is that what I just said? You did ridiculous that they thought that they would even, you know. Yeah, I mean, you don't understand. Texas beat Alabama, TJ. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's cute, but it was forty nine nothing last week, and I was like, you know what? If the team has anywhere close to an inkling of this kind of an attitude, they're in trouble. The second was the night before the game. So the pregame interview with Coach Venables takes place when we're on the road, when the team arrives at the team hotel, okay, wherever we are. The the buses arrive, you know, they get the police escort from the airport, and we're there in advance. So I'm waiting at the door, and Coach is the first one off the bus. We will have a uh, a little room off to the side uh, where we'll go in there and we'll bang out a four-minute interview, and he's on his way. That's that's our tradition. So the team is arriving at 4 o'clock on Friday afternoon at the team hotel. I go downstairs at 3.40, just in case they're early. And when I turn the corner, there's Mike Houck. And Mike says, I'm so sorry, but they came in early. They, they are all already in their rooms. And I was like, What? And he's like, yeah, they got here like 15 minutes ago, and Coach is already in his room. And I said, well, how about a heads up? And he goes, yeah, I know. I was here too. I, did, I didn't know. He's like, so I was like, well, okay. And he goes, let me see if I can figure out another time when you can do the interview. And he quickly arranges with Woody and Coach, we'll do it at dinner. Before dinner, which is at 5 o'clock, He'll do your interview, and then he'll go in and have dinner with the team. I was like, all right, fine. So this time I'm 45 minutes early, okay? All right. I'm down there at 4.15 now for the interview, and there's a, there's a long hallway there that the team has to come down to turn the corner to go to where they're having dinner. So I've planted at the end of the long hallway. I'm next to Schmitty. I'm next to Woody. I'm next to you know some of the other coaches. Like, he's not getting by me this time. We're all there ready to capture him when he comes down the hall. And the team's coming down the hall one at a time and around the corner and everything. And I see I see Brent in the middle of a pack of players coming my way. It's about 10 till 5. He's coming my way, and so I get my recorder ready, and then he takes a left-hand turn and slips into a meeting room. I was like, oh, oh no. boy. Oh, no. <laughs> so I go, I, you know, I wait there a little bit, and like five minutes, and Woody looks at me. He's like, Woody, by the way, is his director of ops, Woody Glass. And greatest guy in the world. He's incredible at his job. 
And he goes, did you get him? I was like, nah, he slipped in this meeting room over there. And he goes, all right, that's the defensive meeting room. He's probably just setting it up. They're going to talk after dinner or something. All right. So we wait another five minutes or so. And Woody's looking at me like quizzically. And he goes and checks on Brent. And Brent is no longer in there. He has slipped through the back of the meeting room into <laughs> where they're having dinner. Oh, no. So now he's in the big room where they're having dinner. I'm not allowed to go in there. That's team area only. And so I'm waiting outside. I was like, you know what? It's fine, Woody. It's fine. I'm not wanting to get in the way if I want to get this interview, but don't go bother him right now. It's the night before the game. Whenever it's convenient, I'll just wait out here. If it's after dinner, that's fine. So he goes in there. Well, now they start to shut the doors. Okay, it's dinner time. They're shutting the doors because coach is going to give them a speech before dinner or say something to them. And I, I you know, they didn't want the whole hotel to hear. Sure. So they're shutting the doors. I'm outside in the hallway. I have five, ten minutes passes. And then the doors open, and here comes Woody with Brent. Okay. And they're coming over to me. And BV's got a smile on his face. And he goes, Hey, Tobe, looks like you're running a little bit late today. <laughs> I was like, I'm not arguing with him at this point. I was laughing. I was like, Yeah, I think, you know. And he winks at me. He, he, he walks out, he's laughing. He makes a joke and he winks at me and we do the interview and the interview goes great. And I, I go on to dinner with my family and they go on to their thing. But I was like, that guy is really relaxed. Like, you know, like it's the night before OU Texas. He's smiling and winking and making jokes. The game a year after you just got throttled, you know, that is not normal. For Brent Venables, Bob Stoops, Lincoln Riley, Porter Moser, anybody other than maybe Skip Johnson, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. to be that, – that is we are in focus game prep mode, and not that they don't do fine interviews. They do great interviews, but that is normally not a, hey, let's joke around and wink and have a good time. And I, <laughs> in hindsight, I'm like, you know, not that he knew he was going to win the game. No. But for getting beaten 49 nothing the year before – and everything that was on that game, like, I wouldn't have been that relaxed, you know? So I, I, it made me feel good. Not that I knew at that moment OU's going to win the game, but I was like, they they feel good. It made you about, feel good, right, yeah. I, I knew that they felt – I knew he felt good, you know? So, anyway, I got the interview. That's all that matters. Got the interview. <laughs> Took a while. And I made it to Papacitos on time. So that's that was the most important thing. 6.50 in the morning. We'll be back. Bleed Crimson? Love great Sooner Talk? Join the Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The Ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide. T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. McIntyreLaw.com, 877-917-5250. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Let's see what we got here. I wasn't able to watch the game, but I listened to Toby, and it was one of the greatest radio calls from start to finish. DG and T-Row reach legend status on Saturday, says this texter. Uh, Man, it is a lot of Toby nice love today. It's making too, me. I'm going to have to go nice. take let's, a let's bath talk about the this game. show. Let's talk about uh, the game. That's Drake's, not a, no more. Drake Stoops has been a big part of three of the best OU Texas games. Yeah. He has, yeah. Including that, you mentioned that overtime game where, you know, he won that one, but he's been a big part in the other two that you mentioned as well. So, 
Here's another funny thing you'll appreciate. So, you know, Bob comes on with us in the first quarter of every game. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to him on Friday. Or did I tell you this on thir- on Friday's show? Maybe it was Thursday I reached out. Anyway, I said, Coach, um, just making sure you can come on with us this week. You know where you'll be so we can come grab you. And he said, I'm actually not going to the game. I was like, really? He said, yeah, I went to the game two years ago when we won. I didn't go last year and we lost. So I'm going to stay home and watch this one. And I said, I got to tell you, I love – superstitious bob <laughs> more than you could imagine it's his son's final ou texas game that's unbelievable yeah you didn't mention that if you if you did but i wasn't on the headset but he didn't want to jinx it i also think he probably there's not really sweets there and he can't really be in the crowd and maybe he didn't want to be on the sidelines i'm sure all that factored into it too sure but he led with we lost last year, and I was there. We won two years ago, and I wasn't. So I'm just saying, like, this is unbelievable, the turn that has taken place in this game. <laughs> so you were in my head on Saturday. Started out a cool day, so I had my... Uh... You finally took your headphones to the game and no, listened to our broadcast? No, no, uh... I, I was wearing my crimson hoodie. Yeah, I, I saw that. I had Way the, to go. But I had the gray T-shirt on underneath. And so... It was fine early on in that game, and then the sun came over the uh, stands. Yeah, it got warm. It got warm, and I was hot, and I was sweating, and at one point— You can't take it off. At one point, Jeffrey looked at me and goes, did you not wear a shirt under your hoodie? And I go, yeah, I've got a shirt on under it. But the way this game's going, I can't take the hoodie off now. I've just got to live through it and burn up here. And I was sweating the whole game, and oh my! By the end, I'm just uh, we get out of the uh, stadium. I'm like rip, ripping the hoodie off. I'm like, finally, I can take this thing off. <laughs> well, uh, you'll be glad to know I wore gray. <laughs> Didn't see that. I was like that punk. <laughs> I brought a red one, but because I, I was uh, I was thinking about you, and I was like, you know what? I like this one better. I'm gonna wear gray. Seven o'clock. We'll be back.